Breakthrough for Manchester City! Midway through the second half! And Rodri blasts them into the lead! Time stood still for a moment as the ball ran kindly for the tall Spaniard. It needed a firm, true, sweet strike of the ball. And that's what Rodri provided. Manchester City lead. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Two Half Soccer Podcast. My name is Jackson and we got a great episode. American soccer is back. The season has started. We got a lot to talk about. I'm sitting here with two good friends. To my right is Mike. Mike, do you want to say hello? Hi, everyone. How you doing? And across from me is James. James, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Like I said, American Soccer is back. This is one of my favorite times of the year. All the good sports are starting back up. Baseball, golf, soccer. March Madness is about to kick off. Hold on. Did you say golf? Yes, I said golf. Big NFL. golf guy. Uh, we had a lot of good tournaments. I'm not going to get into that. People want to hear our incredibly smart, well-educated, well-thought-out takes on the MLS season. And that's what we're going to do. But first, like we always do, what have we been watching this past week since the last time we talked? I'm going to be honest. I haven't been watching uh, anything but the Champions League. And the Champions League has been amazing. UEFA? Or- uh, UEFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I watched highlights of the, uh, let's see, Barcelona match. And I, I said they were amazing. They weren't that great. They just were... Okay, like the ending to one of the games was 1-0, and this goal came at the last possible minute. Uh, it was, I believe it was Inter Milan uh, scoring it, a Brazilian guy, and it's a pretty good game. So, Awesome, yeah. I mean, I've been watching a lot of the CONCACAF Champions League. That kicked off Tuesday. We had Houston and St. Louis City. Regrettably, St. Louis City won. I don't really like Houston either, but that was a, a fun little match to watch. Then we had some of the other games, Orlando City versus some, um, I think it was Puerto Rican team. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. They won like 3-0, but we'll, yeah, other than that, I mean, watch the Inter-Miami game, obviously. Uh, first MLS game of the year. That was fun. How was that game? Uh, it, was, it was good. I mean. They won 2-0. Yeah, it it actually wasn't that good. They still look kind of sloppy. Um, my, or. Uh, Messi, you know, looks like himself, but I, I mean, realistically, I think they could have scored a lot more. Um, I mean, and we'll jump into sort of some of the predictions and thoughts about Miami a little later on this podcast. But yeah, I thought it could have been a little bit uh, higher scoring of a game for Miami. Yeah, I think the only thing I watched this week was that Miami game. Uh, I got a fun, funny scene: uh, Messi dribble over an injured player on the field that was yep. that hilarious. was amazing that, if he would have scored that that would have been a that, famous that, clip that's an all-time clip for anything because he's just like oh, oh. He's like, i do not care <laughs> he got that ball as close to humanly possible oh, I, I, I know <laughs> waited for the last minute to hit it over him and, and it was like uh, nothing just like a cone like yeah. eh, don't mind me just an obstacle on the field for Messi. just but yeah uh james anything else were you watching this past week i mean we had the man city chelsea game this weekend yeah. I watched full uh, replays of those games. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one uh, I'm so, not too happy about. Well, I mean, I think that's a great result. I mean, I mean, one, one yeah, one one tied, but I feel like Chelsea didn't play as well as they should have. Yeah, I yeah, think. we all predicted uh, not that. Yeah. We predicted yeah. Man City wins. I mean, I think took four tie. I'm, I'm going to take the tie, you know. But I mean, I mean, Chelsea game today got postponed for whenever. Don't know when that is, but I'll be excited to watch that one. But. Yeah, no, I wish Chelsea would have done a little better. Yeah, I'm remembering the goals. I'm not Sorry. remembering them. What happened? Uh, yeah, I was, I was distracted. Uh, Mike's mic was going flaccid, so <laughs> we had some mic problems. It um, really was. <laughs> okay, so other than that, I think um, that's really all I watched. Uh, we're not going to talk too much about it, but I did see Bayern Munich lose again, which is hilarious. Just keep that going. Uh, I love seeing Harry Kane struggle. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but we could go ahead and move on to you know our recurring segment, coldest moment of the week. I can kick this one off. This past week, um, I'm going to give it to Christian Pulisic. I think there are a lot of great moments um, that I was Christian. Gonna, yeah. What what did I say? Like Christian. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, yeah, he's actually Brazilian now. So, um, 
Yeah, it was a great goal in the 80th minute. Um, AC Milan was down a man, so he just rips it with his left foot to the top corner, right past the defender, right by the goalkeeper. Absolute beautiful goal. Love seeing him come back strong. I think he was on like a seven or eight game scoreless streak after a great start with AC Milan. And yeah, it's good to see him back scoring goals. I mean, AC Milan ended up losing, but you know, to get a goal back and build some confidence when you're a man down is great. So got to give it to Christian Pulisic. Nice one. Uh, I alluded to mine earlier. I mentioned a different game, but it was Arsenal in the Champions League, and Arsenal loses in the 93rd, or three minutes into injury time, by this goal that is impressive because it's from a distance. The goalie honestly should have had this. Um, and I've just who is the who did they play? Um, Arsenal and. I have to get that who it was, but that's the one goal that's coming to my mind. I've been extremely busy, so I'm trying to, you know, bring my best foot forward here. We'll get mm-hmm. to the MLS. I'll do better there. So, yeah. uh, my coldest moment uh, going back to that messy was that dribble over that injured player. I think yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and probably I mean, my favorite just, moment of yeah. the week. That's just cold blooded too. No regard for human life there. Oh, Porto. So oh, okay. Porto scores this over Arsenal, and it's like. Man, ouch. So Arsenal has some work cut out for them. Uh, and there's a cup ties, right? So there's yeah. two games. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, yeah. Um, so before we get too far and start talking about it, I mean, there's been a lot of news going around the MLS about, you know, U.S. Open Cup, stuff like that, uh, referees. We're not really going to talk about any of that this week. Um, we acknowledge that it happened. We will talk about some of these things in episodes to come, but we really want to take this time, like I said at the start, to talk about American soccer. We are back. The regular season is here. We want to get some predictions out there, get some hot takes out there, and you know, probably we'll probably not be wrong on a single prediction. So stay tuned. Uh, probably use this as like betting info, I'd, I'd guess. Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's just everything we say is gold. So we're going to be talking about MLS today. We're going to break it down a couple different ways. We'll talk about the conferences, who we think are some of the better teams in each conference, who we think are going to win, and then talk about some specific player takes, talk about uh, who we think will be in the running for MVP, Golden Boot, things like that, and it's just some players to watch in the league. There's a lot going on, a lot changing from year to year, hard to keep track of everything, so we'll uh, key you guys in and give you the best info possible. So I think with that being said, we can start over with the Eastern Conference, where the winners of 2023 reside, the Columbus Crew. What are we thinking? I guess we need to start with Columbus Crew. Can they repeat? We'll, we'll start there. I think so. They got great coach, Wilfried Nancy, who people are really comparing to uh, European coaches in the game and the style of the way they're playing. Uh, if you watch them play, we even talked about it uh, last year on the podcast, just how fluid and really one-touch, tiki-taka, dynamic all over the place from that team. And it's no surprise to me that they did as well as they did because of the way they played. So I think they can absolutely repeat back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, I think it's certainly possible. I I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. I think the Eastern Conference is looking pretty good. The Columbus Crew are retaining their core. They're not losing anyone. Uh, I think they – who was it from Vancouver? Julian Gressel. Uh, came in midseason and he's down in Miami now, I think. But he came in midseason. Uh, am I like crazy? Is, isn't that true? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm making sure that wasn't just totally misremembering that. But yeah, I know they lost him. And then, yeah, the core of this team uh, Chucho Hernandez, uh, Darlington Nagby, Aiden Morris are still all there. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this team can do. I think, yeah, really the sky is the limit. Um, I'm interested. I mean, I've always enjoyed watching Darlington Nagby play, but what is this got to be like his 12th year in the league now? I mean, how much longer can he do it? He's great with the ball at his feet, but I mean, when I was watching games at the end of the year, he wasn't really moving around a lot. So we'll see sort of how. Yeah, I think he'll get released probably at the end of the season or so. Yeah, we'll sort of see how his career progresses and if he's sort of toning it down a little bit now. But yeah. I mean, I think it's certainly possible um, for the Columbus crew. What are your thoughts, James? I'm thinking Cincinnati is going to take the Eastern Conference. FC Cincy. Yeah, I think I think with how Cincinnati played uh, last season, I think they got a really decent shot. They lost their striker. 
Did they really? Yeah, so he went to a Mexican league, Monterey, Vasquez. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's a saw, loss. They'll, but, they'll but, find someone to but replace But to be him. fair, Stryker doesn't make up the entire team. I mean. No, it doesn't. No. If he's scoring 20 goals and you lose him. <laughs> yeah. Then then you got a situation on your hand. But I do think Cincinnati has a fair shot, especially with how well they did last season. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be a team to watch for sure on the eastern side. Yeah. Um, I mean, do we need to dub Ohio the soccer capital of the world? Two uh, great teams. There <laughs> is two great teams. No. And that's actually a clip that James and I were watching just to kind of brush up for what we were talking about. But they played each other in the semi-conference, Eastern semi-conference. Mm-hmm. That was an epic game. It was an epic game. Another last-minute winner. We were just like, wow. Yeah. This, <laughs> yeah, this also goes back to like a, a conversation sports. Do some teams just know how to win in the playoffs? Like, is Columbus Crew just have that knowledge? Because it seems – what is this, their third championship in MLS now? You almost compare it to the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. where they're like just they're, in the they, zone. They're yeah, ready they've to. They're there. They know, they know what they need to do. It felt like, you know, I mean, in that semifinals game, it felt like, you know, they were out of it a little bit, but then they came back in the second half and really just put Cincy out. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, maybe that says something about Cincy too. But I, I mean, personally, I'm not too high on Cincy. I think they're a good team. Um, I. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been big on Acosta or, God, what's his name? Uh, one of their forwards. I can't think of it exactly, but yeah. Uh, haven't been super high on them since last year. I have watched them a few times and just, I don't know, I'm not I'm not vibing with it. It's not my vibe. Uh, I think there's a lot of good teams, specifically in the East, that will give FC Cincy a run for their money that have improved from last year. So we will see, I think, like, Teams like Inter Miami and Columbus Crew, who started off so slowly and uh, really gave Cincy a chance to win the Supporter Shield last year, will step up and start er- start better early this season. So we'll see some competition um, in that Eastern Conference. And then there's teams that I've historically always liked, like New England Revolution, who I still think are a strong contender. I think a really good contender this year, and a long time to Cincinnati, would be DC United. They got a lot of St. Louis players this year, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they got rid of Wayne Rooney's, as much as I love him. Terrible <laughs> coach. So, I mean, that has to be a huge improvement in that locker room. Yeah. They're, and they're, since they got rid of him, he's actually been fired again. I think he's been fired twice, too, is what I've heard, uh, which is impressive. Gotta love Wayne Rooney. Yeah. But, you know, he'll drink his sorrows away. He'll, he's fine. He's a strong man. So He's got some savings. He'll yeah, go off those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Eastern Conference is pretty deep in talent. Um, like we talked about earlier in the show, Inter-Miami is obviously one of the favorites for a lot of things in this league. So I think we can take some time to talk about what are we expecting from Miami? What do we think they can do in this league with their questionably illegal roster construction? It's not just the roster. It's the history of the players together and yeah i mean you've seen some of these early games they are going to be good mm-hmm. they are going to be good and i'm not counting the saudi arabia tour i think that was a cash grab that the players were not entirely involved in do you remember the beating that one of the saudi arabian teams put on them yeah, yeah wasn't so it like four zero oh yeah it was, i think it was I think worse it was. i think it was like six was it six? Let me try to see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it was 6-0 to Al Nasir, which I, I honestly think that's Ronaldo's team, but I couldn't it tell is. you. It is. It's Ronaldo's I, team. I recall like, Messi saying that he just wanted to go home and be done with it. And he issued an apology, too, because they kept going. They took this tour to China, right? Or yeah. Another? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not technically, but Hong Kong. Um they beat Hong Kong 11 for one. Are you impressed? Is that a good result for that game? I don't think you can take any <laughs> of these games at face yeah. value. Um, I mean, I mean, even with Inter Miami having their stack thing, they didn't even make the playoffs last like, season. So that, I don't know if that goes into show how they're going to play this season or not, but um, it'll be interesting to watch for sure. Okay. They added Luis Suarez, mm-hmm. who is – Incredible. Like he's older. He that looks... guy has so much skill. How old is he? Is he like what, thirty eight? He's early, yeah, thirty six. Like early fifties, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally sure if that's accurate. Feels like it. He's been around a while. 
he, he was the one if for you old school soccer fans that bit the ear off <laughs> another player oh god um good memory yeah so, 37 my bad yeah 37 and he looks i mean with the, his knee injury and leg injuries that he's had over the past few years he looks i mean visibly slower and less mobile than he has no, I mean, from, from his barca days too for both of them because i mean they're both getting up to the age where they're about to retire yeah um and they're more prone to injuries which another thing is why i don't think they're gonna go i think they're gonna do decent i don't think they're gonna do really well this season all right so so do you remember last season they add Messi and they start winning games they add I added Messi but then didn't make the playoffs but they won the league. They were cup. so in the hole. They were they were like Sporting Kansas City in the hole. They were but, worse but, than Sporting Kansas City. So are you saying Sporting Kansas City has better players than Messi? Are we better than Lionel Messi? Is that what you're getting? Yeah, at? yeah, I'm gonna say that. That's exactly what I'm on, saying. On the on the record, if uh, he comes to Sporting KC, Mike is saying that he will go to the bench because he's not good enough. I mean, he did go to the bench a lot during <laughs> last season, though, when he played. He like the least amount of times he's played since yeah. he's been playing. Yep. Okay, so I guess we can talk specifically about Inter-Miami. Uh, I guess I'll set the line at over or under 60 points this year. Ooh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over. I think Inter-Miami is going to be pretty dominant. Yeah, I'm going to go over. And I honestly, I think I think they're going to run away with the East. I think, I mean, as, as um, critical as I can be about Miami, about how old and immobile some of these players are, there's just so much history between uh, Busquets, Messi, Alba, uh, Suarez that I think it's going to be hard for them not to win a lot of games. And even last, not last night, but two nights ago on Wednesday when they were playing uh, Real Salt Lake, who I don't really think is good, but um, it looked just too easy for them. Uh, even in a game where I thought they could have scored a lot more, you still pull out a 2-0 win and you've got to feel good about that. But to be fair, they're going against Salt Lake, so. Yeah, but, you know, uh, if the year goes on and they can improve and build the chemistry with some of the other players on the team, I don't, I, I they also, I can't remember his name, but they got this, like, 21-year-old Argentinian who people are talking about as possibly, like, the best young talent uh, that the Argentinian national team has that, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't see, a, I honestly don't see a world where they don't get to, like, 70 or more points this year. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna yeah be very uh, bullish on. Inter-Miami. I'm I'm gonna just come out and say this. I don't think Inter Miami is putting their money where their mouth is. I think they are way off and overspending on players who aren't gonna do well this year. All right, they yeah. want a trophy. Yeah, they, they want, want a trophy. The inaugural League's Cup. Yeah, who well, knew you can just buy one of those things? Yeah, um, and they're not playing in the U.S. Open Cup. Oh, they are now. Are they? Did did we announce the? T- I, we don't need to talk about the U.S. Open Cup right now, but um, too controversial. Yeah. Jackson will get mad. Yeah, we can talk about that next week and what the ramifications that that has. But yeah, other teams in the East that y'all like or think could do some damage this year. Orlando was pretty good last year. Yeah, I actually I am in love with Orlando right now. I mean the uh, Duncan McGuire situation is that his name right? Yeah, yeah, the striker. Um, is this like the third time a transfer of him has like fallen through or something like that, which is absolutely nuts. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on with their front office that they can't get him transferred. But the fact that he's still in Orlando, I believe they won 14 of their last 16 matches to end the year last year, which is an incredible streak. I, I really like Orlando City right now. I think they're going to be a top three team in the East as well, Mike. We concur. And, you know, I th- do find it funny that like they're the Florida team. Yeah, and then it's all Florida's of a sudden, the soccer capital of the world. Florida's a <laughs> soccer state. Yeah. Uh, now that Messi lives there, and apparently just you know shops at Whole Foods like yeah. the rest of us, and runs uh, stoplights. <laughs> yeah, runs yeah. stoplights. He drives little kitty cars around with his family. Yep. Um, and then I also think uh, Pedro Galese, the goalkeeper for Orlando City, is one of the best in the league. That. They also signed a they signed a defender as a DP over the uh, transfer window, I believe, uh, from a Belgian team somewhere around there. Um, <clears throat> you know, all those countries are the same over there anyway, right? So, um, yeah, uh, like a 26-year-old uh, center back. So we'll see, one, like how that goes. We talked about it in the past about how sort of unpredictable spending on defenders can be. 
if that works out well, I don't I, – I, I mean – I think that team is looking great. I, I still kind of imagine Duncan McGuire leaving in the summer, but, you know, a track record of, for some reason, not being able to get him transferred. Maybe he stays all year. But, yeah, that's um, – I think some of the other teams that I am keeping an eye on is Atlanta United. I think they're they're back in business. Um, you know, they had that great run when they came into the league back in, like, 2017 where they had a few dominant years – with um, Alvarez and mm-hmm. – or, sorry, Almiron and Joseph Martinez uh, when they were, like, scoring five goals a game, it felt like. Uh, but I think they're going to be back. We have uh, Tiago Almada, an Argentinian, and, like, George Yakamakis, or however you, however you say that dude's name. I, I think he's Greek. Um, I mean – He was in the running for the golden boot. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be a threat for the golden boot again. I think that offense is looking pretty dynamic. I – Still do not like uh, their bald boy in goal, um, former U.S. men's national team goalie. I can't think of his name right now. I can see his face. Oh, yeah, Guzan. Yeah, yeah, Brad Guzan, yeah. I that think... guy's got to be like 40-plus. Yeah, he's got to be out there. I'm pretty sure he's still playing. So um, despite his presence and his weird-looking face, uh, I think Atlanta's going to be pretty good this year. Guzan. How do you guys feel about Nashville? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is what I'm saying. When we are talking about soccer this year, I think the Eastern Conference is loaded with talent. I think it's night and day between East and West. It is. It really is. It is. It's like watching a different league. I think any one of these teams we've mentioned would be easy top two candidate team in the the West. Yeah. And, I mean, Nashville's great. They still have Walker Zimmerman. They still have Hani Mukhtar, who has to be in the conversation for MVP every year. He is is that offense. He is amazing. He's dynamic. He knows where his team is. He's willing to give the ball up when needed, and he's also willing to like rip any shot. And it seems like yeah. he doesn't miss. That's that's yeah, another great team. He's and, f- freaking lethal. He's lethal. Yeah, I think he won the MVP in twenty twenty two. He won the Golden Boot in twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, twenty three goals or something, and he had fifteen. I mean, consistent just, baller. Just a dynamic player, game changer, and yeah, with that back line. Um, that just has so much history together. I mean, you know, Nashville's just going to be a tough team to compete with. And um, there's a lot of hype about I, – I mean, honestly, there's a lot of hype between a lot of these teams. Uh, Red Bull have been considered some dark horse by some analysts. NYCFC is getting some looks from some analysts as being a potential, uh, like, top five in the East team. But Red uh, Bull typically doesn't do well, though. They do not. Um I mean, you know, 2010s, early 2010s, they were they were a pretty dominant team, but that time period has ended. I think um, there's a lot of hype. Who is it? Like Van Zier on the Red Bull who came in halfway through. He had a little kerfuffle, uh, got suspended, and then when he came back, um, he was he was doing pretty well for the Red Bull. I think there's a lot of hype uh, for the Red Bull. And they're they're at least starting to look optimistic in the past few years where they've just sort of been nothing. So I think there's a, a lot of hype between the New York teams. I mean, I mentioned it earlier. I still am in favor of New England Revolution as a good team. I think um, Carlos Heel is one of the best number tens in the league. He's just he's just a great player. And I don't. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with the new coach. I, I mean, we still never got any resolve around what happened with Bruce Arena. I would like to know, but. I don't think they'll tell us. Yeah. The MLS is good at distributing news that they want you to hear and and, hiding news that they don't. It just seems like it's not a very transparent organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's odd. So, but subscribe to Apple TV. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Or Peacock, you know, when they move over there. Yeah. When they inevitably, I would love to, can they move to Peacock? Like $6 a month sounds a lot better than dropping a hundred dollars right now. Yeah. Um, Jackson loves Peacock. We're going to do it, though. I absolutely hate Peacock. Actually, we're all sharing an Apple TV account, so we all yeah. logged in. I actually already bought my Apple TV subscription, so... I got mine for free. Yeah. Uh, flex. Yeah. yeah on season tickets. Yeah. And so. he's a student, too, so he got that yeah, half for, price for ha- a student. Yeah, half price, 250 for a single season ticket. That's dope. <laughs> we um, ought to take a class at, like, yeah. a community college, Jackson. Just get an yeah. active college, uh, community college oh email. God, I probably and, could. I have a community college email. Do you? Well, you have. You probably qualify for a student. You. Oh my god! This is 
or sporting you. <laughs> this is breaking news. Uh, we might need to bleep this out in case like sporting starts checking in and they're like, oh my god, these guys are collaborating. Well, they are. They are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the Eastern Conference and not how I'm going to scam sporting out of two hundred fifty dollars. Um, a lot of interesting teams. I think one of the other teams that we haven't mentioned yet, um, are they back? The Chicago Fire. Will they be a competitive team in 2024? Absolutely not. They signed They signed Kellen Acosta. Yeah, I'm saying yes because they did finish the season, I feel like, on a better note than they started the season. And Chicago Fire just seems like it's a, a market that should be good. Like, they have talent in the area. And like you said, Kellen Acosta is playing there now. Yeah, and I'm trying to look this up as we speak, but I believe they also signed a their like first DP in a few years. Um, trying to pull up who that is, and they still have the Swiss. Yeah, yeah, the the Swiss cube, uh, Shakiri. He's he's a funny looking guy. Yeah, we can talk he about is. that. Um, he's not the best actually, teammate either. He, have you watched him play, James? I don't, I don't think I have. Yeah, he's he's like a little bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's legitimately is like the fucking brick shit house. That's on the field. fucking hilarious. He is. I don't think you could push. I don't think anyone could like physically push him over. And you know that someone who's made like millions and millions of dollars playing in the English Premier League, playing for teams like Liverpool, and then comes over to the MLS and just thinks that like he's hot shit. This is this guy. I mean, he is. So you, yep. Okay, I mean, so Chicago shit. Fire acquires Belgian forward Hugo Cyprus as a DP for a club record fee. I don't know who this guy is. Um, he played in the Belgian in the Belgian league for Ghent. Um, so, I mean, they're making moves. Kellen Acosta in the midfield, Shakiri in the midfield with this Belgian forward. If he if he works out, I think you know we're looking at a competitive team at least. Yeah. Fun uh, fact: uh, the Chicago Bean is actually playing for Chicago Fire this year. They haven't announced it yet. Wait, what? The Chicago Bean, the, the giant metal bean. Yeah, I, explain this more. You said the bean is playing for the Chicago Fire. Yeah, yeah, they haven't announced it yet. It's gonna, uh, they're gonna push it onto yeah. the field and just push it around the field. Do you think? Uh, I mean, that'd be a pretty good goalie. I kind of think you know, they're not letting up many. Just slap that bad boy in front of goal. And... That'd be bad for the field the pitch. Yeah, yeah, good Kill for Chicago. <laughs> it's gonna be fun trying to push it to the other side during yeah. half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Chicago is a team to watch. And then, I'm trying to think, who else is in the Philadelphia. East? Yes. How could we forget? Um, so, they were the first MLS team to play in 2024. And back-to-back years, uh, Gleznes allowed the own goal as the first goal of the year in all of MLS back-to-back years, which is incredible. <laughs> that is seemingly impossible, <laughs> but it somehow happened. And, yeah. Yeah, so if you want some betting advice, take uh, Glazenay's own goal, first goal of 2025. <laughs> Lock it in now. But yeah, they ended up winning, I think, like 2-1 against whatever side they were playing in the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, but, I mean, yeah, they're a team that's always in contention. What, what are our expectations for Philly this year? They're gonna, they have a great coach, Jim Curtin. I think they're going to repeat, you know, get far as they can in the East. They didn't, Maybe hit another semi uh, final in their yeah, conference. I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting to watch them. I mean, with all the talent that's going, we talked about in the uh, West or Eastern Conference. I think it's going to be kind of hard to judge that right now. Um, I think they're going to do well um, as best as they can, but I, I think it's a little early to say with how much talent we like we talk about is over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have now mentioned 12 teams of the Eastern Conference. There are three more, and I really think there's a massive gap for these three teams. We have Charlotte, Montreal, and Toronto. Um, who takes last place in this conference? Toronto. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, there's – yeah. I mean, I think Charlotte will make a run at it. They, for some reason, were, like, offloading their talented players this transfer window. I can window. see Charlotte surprising us, though. Yeah, um, I, I'm also inherently against uh, their owner David Tepper as a. Per- I'm pretty sure he owns Charlotte FC. He owns uh, the Panthers as well. And from all the stories I hear about this dude, he is a awful owner. Is trying to micromanage everything. Um, he was the one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was making like draft picks for the Chicago Pan or not Chicago for the Charlotte or Carolina Panthers and. 
all rumors seem to point that he's trying to micromanage this Charlotte FC as well. So I'm not high on Charlotte, but that's just me. Um, outside of that, I think that sort of wraps up. Uh, I guess we just go ahead and, and make a claim. Who wins the Eastern Conference before we move on? Cincinnati. I'm Inter-Miami. I am also going Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami. So we'll, we'll speak that in the record. We have one Cincy, two Inter-Miami. Um, and we'll we'll see who's right because it, I mean, someone's got to be right, right? Yeah. Okay. We um, did not talk about St. Louis. Well, we they're, want they're to? in the West. Yeah, they're in the West. Oh, they are in the West. Yeah, one got more it. year. Got it. Yeah, so. Got it. We did not talk about St. Louis in the East. That is intentional. Perfect. But we can Thank talk you. about Good the reminder. West now. Uh, Western Conference, Seattle, or sorry, uh, St. Louis are the perennial Western Conference champions if you go by regular season. Um, so I guess we can start there. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts on St. Louis? They're good. They're going to be good again. I think it's already evident. They won their CONCACAF uh, club. What is it? CONCACAF Champions League match against Houston Dynamo, who Mm -hmm. made their semi-conference final. They're a good team. It was a home game for St. Louis, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. They still won it. I don't know. St. Louis offloaded a lot of their players over the transfer window. I feel like yeah. they just served. I am not high on St. Louis. I think they're going to be bottom of the conference. Yeah, I think uh, they— Bottom half, not totally They had bottom. a great first year, but I don't think it's going to be repeated. Yeah. I think in 2023, there is a huge disparity between their like expected goals toward and their goals actually scored. I mean, we saw that, and we talked about it at the beginning of the year, where a lot of their goals were, one, just like giveaways. I just don't see the sustainable— I don't know how they got away with it last year, but there are too many just like literally, oh, here it is to your player when they're in the attacking third and no defenders around. That happened way too many times. And then their expected goals for some of their other goals were like very low percentage. I don't see them repeating as Western Conference uh, number one seed. I'm not very high on them. I think their roster construction is frankly baffling. They're signing people out of the MLS Super Do they still draft. have the Brazilian? Yes. Uh, Jao Klaus is still there. Um I mean, Rowan Berkey's a great goalkeeper, but... Berkey. Yeah, I think... What did I say? Burke. Oh, well, you know, what is he, Dutch? What's he going to do about it? We're wrong, like, a lot of the times (laughs) on here, so... Never hold me accountable for how I pronounce names. Um, Dude, we got to be like those uh, Champions League announcers where we get every name perfectly. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, St. Louis, I still don't think they're using all of their DP slots or at least using them for actual DP reasons. I think there's like some weird like roster rules that you like have to name someone a DP if you don't have three. But yeah, I, I, I don't think they're because like last year they said we don't need a DP to do this. And I think you do. Yeah. I, I, I think DPs are necessary at that point. Yeah. I'm not sold on St. Louis being good. I think, I mean, they lost 4-0 to Kansas City in their, their last game. Like, I don't think. Kansas City's a very good team either. We'll get into that. Obviously, we're Kansas City fans, but like, that's pretty embarrassing. I think Kansas City's going to have more than 60 goals this season. <laughs> can, can we t- yeah. talk about Houston Dynamo next? You think? Uh, yeah, sure. I think they're take, good. Take I yeah. think they're good. I think they're. I think they're good too. I think it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch a game tomorrow against Sporting and see who wins that. Kind of like a semifinal rematch. Um. I think hopefully St. Louis will win, or not St. Louis. Sporting will win, um, but I, I I don't know. I'm not rooting for Houston because I hate Houston, um, but I think that's just my opinion. So, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I and I like Luciano Acosta. I don't. I just. I think he's great. Yep, and they got Hector Herrera still. I think that's a great fit for. For Houston area, get a lot of the Mexican supporters out there. But, yeah, I mean, Houston is an interesting team. I think they're one of the better teams in the West, but I still think that's just – I mean, I'm not sure they would make the playoffs in the East, to be honest. I think there's a, a – You can say that about a lot of – Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think Houston has the potential to be making a run in the West. But Have uh, you seen the, the stadium, the games – in the past, Houston hasn't filled up their stadium for home games. Yeah, and it's like downtown too. And so it's, it's downtown. Easy to access. But last year, as they had some success winning some games, their stadium was completely yeah. packed. I don't know. I, during the semifinal, it didn't look like it was full at all. It looked like it was kind of empty. This is the winter of a snowstorm. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, the Houston snowstorm of 2023. I remember that. Um, it ruined a lot of people's basements. <laughs> yeah. Pipes okay. Froze. Um, other top teams in the West. Who are we thinking? Sporting. I think it's time to talk about them. Optimistic. Okay, yeah. we, we can jump into sporting talk. Uh, we obviously live in Kansas City. All sporting fans. James, kick us off. What are you expecting from this team? Uh, honestly, I I'm ex- not. I have high hopes for them. I don't think they'll meet them. I do think that they will have a better season than what they did last season. I, I think, honestly, I think they'll hopefully. Can we win one of our first 10 games? Let's hope so. <laughs> I think we'll, we can position better ourselves than eighth, to be fair. Yeah. St. Louis isn't going to be good this year. I think that contends into it a lot. Um, so um, I think the conversation around sporting Kansas City right now for me has to be like, is Daniel Shallowy good enough to be a DP? Because he is our named he was named our third designated player, uh, with Polito and Russell, I believe. I think he I think he will. I think he has what or, it takes. No, sorry. It wasn't uh Russell, it was uh Radoya, I believe, was our other DP. Radoha. Yeah. Um, but anyway, is Daniel Shallowy a good enough player to use that designated player spot i think so i think it'll be i think it'll be a good opportunity to watch and see how he does for sure um i think he'll do well i think he'll surprise us i think it's good that they got these i gotta get their names right but we have these newer wingers one of them is a Rifa. oh yeah Rifa, who was a super draft pick from a couple years ago he just needs somebody behind him who's like it can't just be daniel like Okay, to play at the top of your game, you need the threat of somebody better behind you, like, pushing you. And I feel like with Daniel, sometimes it's just like, he's the guy. Yeah. And there's not that, like, person, you know? But is there that person? Because, like, our bench is, what, Arifa, Willie Agata, and Kyrie mm-hmm. Shelton? Um, yeah, there's somebody else that I, I saw an article about. He's, like, Kyrie Shelton, but with skill. I think Agata will surprise us this season. Oh, Agata, too. really? Oh, yeah, he, I think so too. I think Agata's great. I, think, I actually like him a lot. I think once we get Nadimbe back out on the field, I think we'll do a lot better than how we'll start off. Our team is fragile, though. If Eric Tommy gets hurt, yeah, yeah, we our, are done. Yeah, our midfield is shot at that point. Yeah, I'm not sure who. We don't have a deep midfield, yeah. really. I was thinking, like, who even is our, like, bench midfield roles? And I don't know who. Yeah, I don't, I'm not for sure either. That Rodoha, I mean, Rodoha is the, the sixth midfielder. Yeah, but he's a D-mid, so yeah. that's, like, I mean, I've never seen that him, like, who, in who, an attacking Who position. starts? Who are our three starting midfielders here? It's not Russell. Russell's a forward, yeah. I think. So it, it would be Tommy... Uh, Rodoya, and then and then we would need a box to box midfielder. <laughs> We're just like looking through, and this might be like last year's roster, which is why I'm not finding him. Oh, it's it's Remy. It's oh Remy. yeah, Remy Voltaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally forgot about him. I mean, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he Remy's runs. Remy's good, but that's that's it though. Yeah. I mean, who's the fourth? Yeah, fifth. Who's the sub that? That's a huge problem, and yeah. I and I I know that James, you're like super, and I'm excited yeah. about the season too. But no, it's I, like I, you got to look at these. And I, and I and I do. I, I just I have high hopes for Fortin. I always will. They're my team. Uh, you got to hope that so they will do well. The beginning of last year, were you saying MLS finals, baby? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> I think I, I was absolutely. <laughs> and, and and then we placed eighth and still made it to the semifinals. So. But I think our team was better last year. You like, think so? Yeah, what's different about this this year's iteration except that like players are older? I like That's, I don't yeah, and we lost uh, Gadikinda. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not crazy about this. I think we'll probably be like a middle of the table in the Western Conference. I don't think we're a bad team. I just don't know if we're a good team. I yeah. haven't seen like libel. I haven't seen anything super compelling from him. Yeah. Like with our formation, we need those those outside defenders to like do really something. Really move up. Really like move up. Like was and, doing in the playoffs. Yeah, That's, and yeah. be dynamic, especially if you know we ha- you, like you were mentioned Daniel Shalloway. If he's like not doing that creative, 
then he needs help. And you know who was doing it is in Dembe yeah, late in he, the season. Out for what? How many games? Yeah, now? I mean, he's gone. I don't know how long he's out, but I know he's out. Can for I know he get chunk. Tore it in November. His ACL in November. I think he's eight weeks or so, and then like I don't know. There's like somebody like recovery. Two months so, recovery or so. Yeah. Back to the midfield, Shawnee's. I guess he can play midfield, but he's a forward. But you could put him in there. I'm not sure who who the replacements are. So it's that's a giant red flag. And also our defense was bad last year, and I don't see any reason that we're gonna. Yeah, be. and it still seems like we're sort of searching for Timelia's replacement, which has to be near. I, I think it's after this season. I honestly yeah. do. I mean, so, he's, he's getting old. I mean, I'm there's not, been stuff he should have stopped this last season mm-hmm. that he didn't. Yeah, so, but, I mean, I think... They drafted that goalkeeper, so they have somebody. Yeah, That's and, I mean, I'd hope we're going to be more aggressive in the summer window, but again, mm-hmm. historically, Peter Vermees doesn't do that. Caden um, Pierre, maybe he's the guy. He's quick. He is a fast, young kid. And then he'll take, like, a dribble, and it goes, like, 30 yards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one skill at a time, I guess. Um, and, and Johnny. Johnny's hurt, though. Yeah, We one, don't have him tomorrow, right? I, I think he's injured. Yep. Um, I guess one prediction, Sporting KC specific, does Kyrie Shelton score a goal in 2024? <laughs> that is so mean, man. <laughs> that you is know what? mean. Just, just to be optimistic, I'm going to say yes. All right. Hey, he scored a goal in 2023, right? I think he scored one goal, yes. Because it was not think, in the regular season, but in one of the, I think the it was cup a matches. Yeah. I think it might have been a playoff game he scored, to be honest. Really? I think he may have scored against St. Louis. I think it Lewis. was in a league cup okay. or some some cup. Uh, honest question. We'll, we'll over, get back with that. Over under 30 goals. For Kyrie Sheldon? No, no. For, <laughs> I'll take the under. No, I'm no, smashing no, the under. No, for sporting in general. Oh, uh, For all year? I mean, I hope it's over, right? Yeah, I would hope so, but... 30 goals? If we can't score 30, I think we're in a world of trouble. <laughs> 30 goals or 30 points? <laughs> yeah, if we can't get 30 points either, if we're having a rough year. It'll be fun. I, I'm, ex- I'm generally excited. I'm always excited when sporting starts their season. Yeah, I, I'm hoping we can steal three points this first match. Houston coming off a of midweek, still early in the season, so, you know, there might be some bumps. Yeah, but... Christian Kirby was like, they'll be tired. I'm like, dude, these guys aren't tired. Yep. They're not going to be tired. It's just season just started. Yep. It'll uh, be a fun game. Yep. We'll okay. be we'll be watching that. Uh, okay, I think that's enough Sporting KC-specific talk. There's still some teams out here in the West that we haven't talked about. Um, I think one of my favorites for the, I think my favorite for the Western conference has to be Seattle right now. Um, I, and I'm not confident about this. I still think there's some threats, uh, from the West. I mean, and they also lost Nicholas Ladero to Orlando. Another reason why Orlando is looking good, but yeah, as, as far, I mean, the Roldan brothers, Jordan Morris, uh, Stefan Fry is still in goal. They got a pretty solid team, um, going here. I'm not, I'm not quite sure who, like week in week out has the roster to match this in the West, um, so I'm still going to stick with. As much as I hate Seattle, they're probably the best team in the West. Yeah, uh, I like L- LAFC again. They're talented. Steve Gerundolo is the European style coach. Yeah, I think he's a great coach. What concerns me about LAFC this year is one losing Kellen Acosta and also Carlos Vela. I'm not sure Dennis Bawanga is the dude. That answer. guy is a machine, man. I, I don't know, man. I feel like I, I, I'm not sold on him being a prolific year in year out goal scorer for LAFC. But um, yeah, I could be wrong. I think Carlos Vela brings a brought a lot to LAFC, not only on the Passing. field, yeah, but just like what he meant to the city of LA as that sort of first DP that sort of brought soccer to. Um, to this team and sort of like brought this team to life. And for some reason he hasn't signed anywhere yet. I don't know what Carlos Vela is doing, but he's just hanging out. Maybe should, uh, come to sporting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Dude, he's got that LA lifestyle with all the stars. He's, yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. I'm sure he's chilling, which kind of seems to be the case when he was like talking about his time with the Mexican national team and why he retired from nationals play. But, yeah, um, I'm not crazy about LAFC. James, what about you? How about Portland Timbers? How do you guys feel about them? I know nothing. Disappointed. (laughs) Disappointed? (laughs) Yeah. I honestly haven't been following. I know they signed, what was that, like Evander, the Brazilian last year, who sort of started to turn it on at the end of the year. 
but yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly not totally sure what's going on over there. I've been following. I wouldn't be surprised if they started doing well uh, this season. Great and, culture, yeah. yeah, fan culture. I mean, yeah, yeah always got to shout out Portland. Uh, Coming from Portland, <laughs> I was at Portlandia. Great show. <laughs> uh, would advise watching Portlandia. They, it's pretty they, funny. They do feature the Timbers a few times, but uh, shout out to the Portland supporters. Yeah, great supporter section. Yeah. Portland is a fun city to watch soccer in. I believe it's the myself. oldest stadium in the MLS too. Was yeah. built in like the 1920s. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, it'd be tough to be older than that, but started out as a baseball stadium, if you could believe it. Wow. Go Portland Timbers. Yeah. Um, also rumored to might get an MLB team. Who knows? But that's another conversation. Um, other teams in the West, I think the Galaxy are pretty interesting. Um, I like uh, Ricky uh, Puig, and I know that's not how you Pooge. say it. I know it's Pooge. There's also a golfer with that name, Pooge. But uh, shout out Yasiel Puig, the MLB player. Anytime I see a name, P-U-I-G, it's, it's Puig. So uh, sorry, but I will keep calling him Puig. And, yeah, I think he's a great player. He's a funny-looking kid. He tucks in his shirt. I'm not sure how many players actually do that, but it's really funny to see him play. But he's he's really talented, a very skilled player, and I believe they brought in some uh, new uh, attacking pieces as well that I, I believe will be pretty interesting um, to see how L.A., if good soccer can return to the Galaxy because, I mean, clearly a historic franchise that hasn't had much success since, like, uh, Robbie Keane was there. And their coach still has a job. Oh, shit. They still have the same coach? I think so. All right. Uh, never mind about them being good. Um, <laughs> they're, yeah. What What is his name? Uh, we were talking about him a lot last Greg year, Greg Bainey. Oh, my God. No way is he the coach. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. Jackson just got sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of assumed he would have lost his job over the over the winter, but... I'm going to knock them. MLS is, is a much forgiving league. Yeah. yeah, as we can see with Peter Vermees. <laughs> yeah, it still has a job. And... Is okay. he the longest tenured coach in yeah, yeah, he is. soccer yeah. in the world? Since, what, 2019? For a club? 2009. 2009? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I honestly think he might be the longest in the world, too, for like a first division team. That's incredible. He's like up there. He has to be like top 10. I'm sure there's some old-ass coaches somewhere in Europe, but um, – yeah, not a fan of Greg Vaney, so I'll knock uh, LA Galaxy down a few. One team I am excited. Uh, I brought this up a few times last year. Uh, Minnesota United, I think. One, what an absolutely beautiful combination of kits this year. They, That's going to propel them. No, they absolutely hate the Minnesota kits. Oh, my God. I think okay. they are the ugliest thing in the All right, world. Well, we're going to have to duel this one out. They are absolutely gorgeous kits. Um and like I've said in the past, I I love Emmanuel Reynosa as well. I think he he and Carlos Heel are probably my two favorite number tens to watch in this league. Um, I mean, Messi comes in and sort of like takes this spot as the best, but I think these these two are some of the more fun. I, Carlos Heel obviously plays for New England Revolution, but um, yeah, Emmanuel Reynosa is a dynamic attacking player, and he is in camp now. Back to back years, he was late. I don't know what he does in the offseason, but he never wants to leave Argentina. But he's there, present, so they brought in some attacking pieces at the end of the year last year, and I'm excited to watch this team hopefully develop. They have a new coach. They let Adrian Heath go, so we'll sort of see what direction they can go with his new coach as well. But I'm excited to watch them. I think they might be a surprise contender as well. I like cheering for them too. I have a good friend who lives or is from that area, uh, Minnesota. So yep. he cheers for them, so I like them too. Yep. And, I mean, we got to shout out the Loons is a badass name. It is. Yeah. It's pretty sick. They yeah. they nailed the the crest. And and their stadium's in St. Paul, right? Yeah, St. Paul. It's a nice stadium. I've never been to a game there, but I go to Minnesota uh, quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been able to see the stadium and check it out, and it's they nice. Nice stadium. Ugly jerseys. <laughs> nope. You gotta drop it, James. <laughs> they no, got, that I, I don't get why everyone thinks that one is the best jersey. It's it's not just it's not just that one, but also the the like Northern Lights one from last year. I think is amazing as well. I think the combo of the two is just is just perfect. Let's talk about connections. New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Other team. Any other teams worth mentioning in the West? I think Austin's gonna surprise us. Colorado oh, yeah. Rapids. 
No, absolutely <laughs> no. not. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, James. I think Austin can make a big bounce back. I mean, they still have Sebastian Drusi, who's a dynamic player. Uh, I, I still think one of the top players uh, – he, he could be one of the top players in the league if he gets his – Gets his footing right again, but yeah. yeah, I think they're good bounce back contenders from a poor showing last year. Um, and then I guess who who's the bottom of the league? Who finishes last in the West? Uh, Colorado. They did get a new coach though. Colorado got a new did, coach. Do they get new players? No, because yeah. they're the ones playing. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. Yeah. It, Unless they're coach. I, I think Colorado is yeah. is going to go 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 last. I mean, they go, they scored twenty seven points. <laughs> Uh, that's not good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see. Um, I guess we never mentioned FC Dallas. They're kind of just like middle of the... Did we mention Vancouver? No, we didn't. We did not mention Vancouver either. Um, I'm not sure what Vancouver's doing. I haven't heard much about Vancouver in the off season. Yeah. Um... I think they're just kind of staying hidden. Yeah. I think, I think it's either San Jose or Colorado that finished last. I Lean Colorado because they suck and have been terrible for a long time. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with James on that one. I'm going to go Colorado. I, last I, think, place. I think Colorado is going to not surprise us at all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let me think. I'll go with. Let's go with the Timbers. Yeah, that'll be sad, but you Oof. really think so? Damn. No, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't. We'll say Colorado too. I think we'll say Colorado. regardless, Toronto is the worst team in the yeah. in the league overall. I think that that's going to yeah. be a disaster. If you think St. Louis is so bad, maybe St. Louis finishes in the. In I, think, the last. I, I, think, I think they're, they're going to miss the playoffs. I think they're going to go like a, a, a under ten, like tenth position. Man, yep. they have these other competitions going. Do you know how good that is for them? Like that. Well, yeah. I mean, great for them, but yeah, but they lost all of their players. Yeah, I'm they're not... winning. Who gives a shit? I well, I want to say they're winning. They won one game. Yeah, but they yeah. won, which is a good start. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, I'm not sold on this team. It's uh, gonna be fun to watch. I think yeah, Colorado won a single game last <laughs> season. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. Um, Didn't Kellen Acosta play for Colorado for a time? Yeah, yeah. He started at Colorado in the MLS, I believe. Um, Good God, he got out of there. Yeah. It's, yeah. Could you imagine Shit if he was still just like chilling in Colorado? With when no the hope? when the Broncos are bad too. Did, like, uh, <laughs> didn't Colorado sign like a big name goalkeeper again? Am I missing that? Am I just thinking that Tim Howard again? Hell, so. maybe Tim. Howard. LAFC signed uh, Hugo Lloris. Yeah. Which that's amazing for them. Yeah, that they'll be interesting. Um, He'll start. I wonder. Do we pick okay. the World Cup winner? Yeah. Okay. Um, other than that, I think we can go ahead and go on record as who's top in the West. I'll I'll take Seattle. I'm not sure who is able to dethrone them. Jacksonville, Seattle. I'll say with LAFC. I'm going to go with Timbers. Honestly, I think they'll oh, surprise us. Yeah, one last place and one first place Timbers. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Locking those vets on the Timbers, you guys. Yep. And then I think uh, we can throw out some predictions for who 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 wins the MLS Cup this year. We don't need too much conversation with, about this before we move on to some player predictions, but who do you have as the MLS Cup winner at the end of the year? Cincinnati, for sure. I'm going to say Philadelphia Union. I'm going to take Orlando. I like Orlando. Um, outside of that, I think uh, that's sort of all we have for sort of team aspect of the preview today. So let's start talking about some players. We can start uh, – we can just start throwing out names. We can start with uh, the Golden Boot Race. Who are some top contenders that you have to, to win this award? Uh, Messi or Suarez? Good choices. I think yeah. those are the two that's really going to come down to. As much yeah. and neither of them scored giving. on the first game, so I don't know. As much crap as I've been giving, hey, not an MLS I mean, competition. I, I, I think yeah. one of them is going to win the Golden Boot. Yeah, um, I think uh, George Yakamakis is going to be up there for me for Atlanta United. He's got to be a contender. Um, the Grecian. Yeah, yeah. Griega. <laughs> uh, I, th- I mean, I still think Hani Mukhtar is always going to be in this race. He's demonstrated that he's going to be a contender year after year. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure who on Miami would be a contender. I feel I, I in my mind, I feel like Luis Suarez is going to be missing a lot of games just for rest and injury. I mean, I see Messi as a big time facilitator. I, I I'm, I, I just don't feel confident in, that any one of them is going to like single handedly score a lot of goals for their team. Like you see the golden boot winner typically does like the main piece of an offense. Mm -hmm. But that's just my thought on There's like, it's sort of like an embarrassment of riches where it's like, which one of these like three players do I choose to win the golden boot? Yeah. Cause they all have the ability, but like, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the golden boot race goes, I I don't feel confident picking one. So I'm going to pick none. I'm actually going to win the golden boot. They, uh, I've paid off the people who, oh, who judge it. So all right, well, you heard it here. Get those get those bets in. Um, boy genius. Yeah, boy I have, genius. Uh, James who you guys had, and I also had a few more. Cucho Hernandez for Columbus oh. Crew. Yeah, yeah, I can see him doing that. He can be up there. Oh yeah, for sure. He's got I, my birthday, so I like that. Four twenty. Yeah, Four twenty believes it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think Cucho Hernandez is a great pick. Um, I think he like like I just mentioned, he is the centerpiece for that offense, and I think goal scoring goes through him. And we'll see. We'll see him put up some numbers. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's see if one of our picks wins wins it all. I think Inter Miami has a chance. I think Vegas thinks Inter Miami has a chance. We talked about Columbus Crew; they could repeat it. Mm-hmm. But Philadelphia Union, they've been in some like really close, like they're right there. And it's like I think this could be their year. Like Philadelphia yeah. Union, place your bet. Yeah, Philly's a solid team. Um, they made a a, fi- a cup final too. They lost a cup final last year, right? Yeah. Uh, league, not leagues. Yeah, cup. well, oh, shoot, not last uh, open year. cup. That's two years ago. U.S. Open yeah. Cup. Were they in that? I think Maybe. so. I believe they were in a, a, a cup final, but that's okay. We'll look it up. Other I also that, have a story to share too. How are we doing on time? Uh, we'll start wrapping this up. Uh, we can throw out some contenders then. For MVP, um, I mean, is Messi just a lock for this? Is this just Messi's award? Yeah, I also had Hector Herrera and Roman Brookie. Um, goalkeeper for, MVP. I like the second one. I don't MVP. think the first one is going to happen. But Hector Herrera? Yeah. Anti-Hector guy, or what's going on? I don't know, but he's going to win MVP? I, I could see it happening. Yeah, Houston goes on a run. He's a key piece. Um, uh, as always, I'll throw out Carlos Heel. I think the Revs are a fun team and he's critical that facilitating that offense. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of just think the MVP is just going to be messy. I mean, yeah. he's going to rack up assists. He's going to rack up goals. I, it's going to be tough in my, unless something wild happens in this league, it's, it's going to be a tough sell on me not thinking he's the MVP. Just, just to throw it out there. I also have Johnny Russell on my list <laughs> uh, for absolutely no reason at all. Oh. Just to mention his name. Yeah. Um, He's great. I have a story about him I want to share. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, go for it, Mike. Okay, so I meet the guy who is in head of UMKC Recreation as I'm setting up this field last night. He proceeds to tell me that he gets a a meeting invitation from Sporting Kansas City to talk about this new sport. Have you either of you heard of it? It's called Padel. No, it's a mix between racquetball. Apparently, it's the fastest growing sport in the world. It's like accessible. It's like this whole pickleball. Okay. Anyway, so Sporting Kansas City wants to meet with UMKC about setting up a pop-up Padel course, court, whatever on campus or how that would work. And who shows up to this meeting with this guy uh, at the director of UMKC Rec? It's not someone in a suit at Sporting Kansas City. It's Johnny Russell, Andrew Fontas. And Daniel Shalloway. That's nice. who shows up to this meeting. This nice. is what is told to me last night. So I'm thinking, A, shouldn't you guys be at practice? Like, don't we have some <laughs> practice? Don't we have some people to do this? But I did think it was pretty cool because he just met them. Yeah. He met these guys. It's like, that, that's a cool experience. Now, I don't know what was discussed or if we're going to be playing Bedell at UMKC at uh, Durwood Stadium, but I just thought that was a pretty funny story. It's yeah, funny that sporting is promoting a new sport other than soccer. Yeah, they're uh, involved with a – it's actually in downtown Overland Park. And it's this 
facility where I think there's going to be beer and stuff, but you play this Padel. It, yeah, I was exactly as surprised as you. Like, this is not soccer, Sporting Kansas City. This is like some <laughs> – yeah. But it's such a business. Mm-hmm. It's a business that go where the money is. And Chicken and Pickles about to rebrand to Chicken and Padel. It, it probably is. It's probably going to be owned by Sporting Kansas City it, at this rate. I mean, that's kind of the direction it's all going. And it's like one part of me was, was truly sad, but I'm, I was happy that they're evidently trying to be more involved with the community and like showing up to something like that seems to be something that shows to me that they're making an effort to do that. So good for them. Yeah, that's good. Um, other, uh, we can just go ahead and uh, James, what, what else do we got going on outside of uh, MLS predictions? Anything exciting soccer-wise in your life? Not, not really. I haven't done much. Besides recently. bribing officials to win. Golden oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Besides that and, you know, besides uh, getting my name in the Copa America to win that as well. Yeah. Um, you bought some tickets today. I did buy some tickets. We're, I, we're all three of us are actually going to go watch it together uh, June 25th. So well, we're going to do a podcast live from the stadium. God, that would be horrible. <laughs> The sound quality will be terrible. It'll but... be five minutes long. Yeah. What yeah. if we did a short one? Um, okay. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think um, as far as I go in soccer is just you know I played a game on Sunday night that was that was fun out at the place in Gardner, Kansas, uh, New Century Fields, really nice indoor facility, mm-hmm. and yeah, just looking forward to the spring soccer leagues to start back up again so I can get outside and start playing again. The sun is good. Yeah. Yep. Until uh, next week when it hits 45. That's <laughs> yeah, not too bad, though. I'll still be outside. Um, other than that, I think that's all we have. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about some of this news that's been going around soccer world. Um, and, you know, we'll probably already be proven right about how good our predictions are. So Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's all we have. Unless. All right. I'm yeah. good. I think we're good. All right. We'll SKC. be back next week. And, yeah. yeah, enjoy the opening weekend in MLS soccer. Yes. Bye, everyone. Bye.